Hey, Corner Office listeners. You can find us on all streaming platforms such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram at the Corner Office Pod. Now enjoy this episode. This episode is brought to you by Romeo's Sports Bar and Grill. Conveniently located in Scarborough, Yarmouth, and Topsom, Romeo's Bar and Grill has been a great atmosphere for food, drinks, sports, and family fun since 1989. I've spent many hours inside of Romeo's, and it is my go-to place whenever I need somewhere to watch the big game. My personal favorite item on the menu is the chicken parmesan pizza, but there are plenty of other options like burgers, wings, and appetizers galore. If you are looking for a spot to bring the family, or just a place to relax and enjoy some food, give Romeo's a try. Now back to the action. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Corner Office. Um, today we got an in-person up. In-person up. It's been a while. So me and JB are in the studio right now together. And um, we have a really good episode coming for you in a couple minutes. So stick around. And um, you want to just start talking about the NBA Finals or what? Yeah, I mean, let's just jump right into it. Um, you and I, I mean... As one might understand, being a high school graduate, there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. Like it's it's yeah. been a very hectic time for the for the two of us over the last couple of weeks, and uh, we just haven't watched very much of this NBA Finals. And to be honest with you, it, it was not the most entertaining NBA Finals of all time. I mean, they gave us some close games, right? Like I watched Game Two, which is the only game that the Heat won in the entire series, and then we both watched Game Five, um, which the Nuggets won. I just think that it was a little bit odd um, as a series overall. It wasn't a fantastic offensive series from either team. You know, they didn't really find their groove, especially the Nuggets in Game 5, which is a game that they won. Um, But I think that the biggest storyline of this entire finals was just, like, what happened to that Heat team and where did Jimmy Butler go? You know what I mean? And I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Like, last year... This is going to come off as, like, a jealous Celtics fan statement. But last year... It kind of is, but when... When we lost the finals last year, there was a lot of conversation around what happened to Jason Tatum in the finals. And this was a very similar performance from Jimmy Butler. He was he was huge, uh, crucial player in the first three rounds. But then, I mean, kind of didn't really pull his weight like he had. Um, I, w- in- I would even see the first two rounds. I don't know if he was their best player on the floor in the, in the, in the Celtics series. Because that was Caleb For the Martin. first three games he was. Yeah, but then Caleb Martin took over. He Agreed. averaged like twenty five in that series. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I think that he may have gotten figured out a little bit by def- defenses, but I also think that if you're a team star player, which he is, and he is still a great player, don't get us wrong. Like, I'm not someone who likes to fuel the narrative of you had one bad series that makes you not clutch or that makes you not a good player. Um, but. Due to that, like you need you need to be performing better when, you know, the chips are down when you when you need to be winning in those those close games against the Nuggets. Like, game five was a very winnable game. They were up one at one point with maybe two minutes left, and then, um, the Nuggets just kind of walked down the court and score, and then Jimmy the ball's in Jimmy Butler's hands with a chance to tie, and he misses a three. Like, we've seen that story happen before, you know. That happened against the Celtics with the pull-up last year. It was a very bad shot. It was much worse than the pull-up shot was. I agree. I agree. I think it was a worse shot. But I think um, that I think that sometimes he lets the moment get to him. Yep. In the biggest stages, and you you saw it at the end of Game Five. He 
with 28 seconds left on the clock, he took a turnaround fadeaway three-point jumper. And um, well, because I think I think the Heat are being like, they're telling him to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not they're, like you have Duncan Robinson running off the dummy off the screen um, because he's technically your best percentage-wise three-point shooter. So you're trying to dummy him and maybe like force a double. Somebody you know gets a step on the on the initial screen action and then he gets like a step open so that someone has to second guess themselves. But I think everybody knew that the ball was going to Jimmy Butler, and once he caught it, I don't think he was gonna pass out of the situation. Even though they did have a full shot clock and they did have like 13 seconds to make a uh, to make a play, um, I don't think that that was really the shot that they were looking for. But I also don't think that if you're a star player in that type of situation, anybody is ever going to pass that shot up. Well, and I, I mean, we've so far for the first four minutes of this show, we've just talked about how the Heat disappointed and how the Heat lost this series. But really. We had this conversation the other night. I just think that the Nuggets were so good going into the series and had so much momentum on their side that they were going to take care of any team that came out of the East in four or five games. I mean, we were watching Game Five, and asked I asked Alex. I was like, Alex, do you think do you think we do better than this? And he said, No, I think we get swept. We, we being the Boston Celtics. Celtics. So I mean, the coaching of Mike Malone was was second to none throughout this entire run. The Denver Nuggets have lost once in the last month and a half. So, I mean, going into this series, they were just the better team. And they managed to get it done in five with Michael Porter Jr., their third option, having one of the worst shooting performances in probably NBA Finals history. Yep. I mean, he was just terrible. And they still managed to get it done. And how many triple-doubles? I think that in NBA, I read this the other day, in NBA history... There's been five triple doubles in the final. Yeah. Three of them are Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Well, or it's was, a 30 30 20 triple double. Yeah, he was he was really good. Three of them are Nikola Jokic. He was really And he good. was just beating the Heat in every different way. Like he had one of his triple doubles was a huge rebounding night. One of his triple doubles was a 41 point night. And then one of his triple doubles had like 14 assists, 17 assists or something like that. Like he was he was literally beating them in every facet of the game and I mean, it just proved that he should be the MVP, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't disagree with that take. I think that um, I think that there was a lot of recency bias and voter bias, and Jack's a little bit mad about the MVP award because he did predict every other award at the midseason mark on whatever sports betting app he had. So if he had gotten that MVP, that would have been a pretty cool storyline, I guess, for for him for the corner office that we actually got. To oh, and I there. and I predicted Wembenyama, and I predicted and the, the Nuggets Spurs, going to the finals, and to the Spurs, and Nuggets to the finals. Um, what I'm looking at right now is just throughout this entire, you know, run here that the Nuggets had, I don't think they lost one game at home. They lost one game at home, and it was in the NBA Finals. Yeah. They were the, the only undefeated team at home going in. They lost one game at home the entire Finals, and then they just turned around and just blasted the Heat for the rest of the games. I think that once you saw them go up 3-1 going back home, I think that all the money that you had should have been on Nikola Jokic to get it done at his house. That being said... Nikola Jokic getting a ring is a big storyline. So is Jamal Murray getting a ring. I agree. Right? Having not played for how many days? 539 days, I want to say. I mean, it's very similar to the, the Clay Thompson story last very year. Very similar. Very sim- Except Clay Thompson wasn't that good in That's that true. series. That's true. You know, he kind of, he kind of, I, I don't mean, want to say he got carried because Murray, of Murray and Jokic combined for the first teammate triple-double in NBA Finals history. Correct. And, I mean, look, Murray in my opinion, should have been an all-star this year. 
Um, I don't know who you replace him with, which is most of the time what the question is after you say something right. like that. But I think that he's undoubtedly an all-star caliber guard, and he's never been in an all-star game because of his injuries and stuff like that. But I think that – I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say that they're the best duo right now in NBA in the NBA. Not talent-wise, but the way that they play – I think that they play off each other the best as of in any other In situation. terms of playing off each other, I don't think that there's another duo in the league. Yeah. You could maybe make an argument for um, James Harden and Joel Embiid. You could maybe make an argument. But I feel like they both but I think that. But I think that if you put Jamal Murray next to James Harden and you put um, Nikola Jokic next to Joel Embiid, right now I think that both Murray and Jokic are better than those two players on the 76ers. Mm. Yeah, that's. I mean, I wouldn't say if it's not a perfect take, I wouldn't say it's very far off. Um, I would say that I think that James Harden as an individual player is probably still, in my opinion, probably still better than Jamal Murray is. But I, I think as a tandem, it's not even debatable. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, another storyline, the Kentucky guys, as we've said throughout these entire playoffs, yeah. are just getting it done. Yep. yep. I mean, either way, they were going to have a champion with Bam or Jamal Murray. Correct. And were they teammates? No, they weren't, right? De'Aaron Fox and Bam Adebayo were teammates. Yep. Okay. Fair with enough. Malik Monk. With Malik Monk. Right. All those guys in the playoffs. Anthony Davis. I mean, if you look across the board, a lot of the best players on these teams in the playoffs came from Kentucky. <coughs> so yeah. that's another storyline. One more is that Christian Brown has never lost at any level. He has three high school state championships, yeah, I, I was a national championship, yeah. and now an NBA championship, and he's just a bona fide winner. Yeah, Christian Brown, congratulations. He won the NCAA championship last year. I don't know how many players have ever done that, have ever it's won five. the NCAA. Five players have five. won the NCAA championship. And then in and their first in. year. Yeah. It's like, it's Magic Johnson. Okay. Um, and... Like a bunch of guys that I just don't know. Like fair enough. They are, yep, it's fair. Yeah. So it could mean a lot. It could mean nothing. Um, but good thing to keep in well, mind. Well, and he did come into the game and just take over. In yeah, like, he did. In like game three or game four, he yeah. just came in and dropped like 15 quick. So that on, was impressive On to top of that, Ish Smith got a ring. Um, he's Congrats. played for 13 NBA teams in 13 NBA seasons. So Are we going to see a 14th? Are we going to see a 14th? I don't know. I don't know. We might. Um, so talk about someone who's just been trade bait around the league for a couple of years. Let's and just let's just transition right into um, our free agency landing destinations. Yeah, Where do we think we see Ish Smith going this year? <laughs> what Long teams? Dong <laughs> what teams has he not played for yet? Uh, he's played for. Let me look it up. He's I feel played, like the I feel like the Charlotte Hornets could be a nice landing. I, I feel like he's played there though. That wouldn't be a new place for. Well, him. I have a fifty fifty chance. So. Do you really? It's pretty pretty damn close. On him, oh, on him either being there or not being there. Yeah, that's fair. He played for Wake Forest for four years, went undrafted, and then signed with Houston, Memphis, Golden State, Orlando, Milwaukee, Phoenix, OKC, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Detroit, Washington Wizards, Charlotte, ah, damn Charlotte Hornets. Okay, all right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And he's a 2023 NBA champion. I, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the Ish Smith guy. Congrats. Another to Ish person Smith. who's a champion. Before we get into our free agency talk, which Jack just kind of alluded oh. to. Oh, 
Yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Congratulations. He's an NBA bro. champion. We've been waiting for it. That and one that one ad with Kevin Garnett where he's like, Where's my rings? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that that ad now now doesn't make any sense because DeAndre Jordan was wearing the hardware. Does this mean that we'll see any other member of Lob City ever get a ring? I mean I hope Blake Griffin gets a ring. Yeah, me too. Is he staying? Is he I, not a free agent? I, I don't know. I think we signed him to a one year. Okay. Well but he was a good vet in our locker room, so I don't I I could potentially see him coming back. Yeah, he was fine. Um, I think that he'll get a ring before Chris Paul. Unless Chris Paul also manages to, to join, the join the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, let's just let's use that as our transition into into the free agency talk. Okay. I like it. This this week Chris Paul was released from Waved. Not waived. Released. Yeah, waived. Um by the Phoenix Suns. He's now a free agent. Where do we see him going? Let's talk about. Let's just talk about some potential destinations that need a point guard. Well, I I was thinking about the Celtics for a bit, you know, and I think what I finally landed on is I don't think that the Celtics need to make any moves. I just think that they need to keep everybody that they have. I agree because I think that they had the deepest roster in the NBA, which we don't have to talk about the Celtics for for an entire episode again, um, but. Like I, for, I also think that they would have to get rid of someone who's a younger correct, talent correct, and my, in order to cut enough cap space for Chris Paul, and I personally don't think that's worth right. it. Right. My immediate reaction was get Chris Paul to the Celtics because they don't have a strong lead guard, but I don't think that's necessarily true if you keep Derek White, keep Marcus Smart, keep Malcolm Brogdon, right? I, I think you re-sign everybody that you have. Okay, let's talk about Western Conference landing spots first. Fine. I'm looking at the standings. I don't think anywhere in the top six need a guard. That being Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers, Warriors. I could see a Clippers reunion over anything I think else. That, I don't think they can afford it. I think that they'll re-sign Russell Westbrook before they'll re-sign Chris Paul. Interesting. Okay. Do you think Russell Westbrook will be on less of a contract than he's on right now? He yes. has to be, right? Yes. has to be. Okay. Um. Lakers we're going to get into later. Yep. I don't think the Lakers will go after Chris Paul, but that's for different reasons. Minnesota Timberwolves don't need him. They have Anthony Edwards and not enough cap space. Yeah, and Tyus Jones. No. Oh, is he gone? Tyus Jones. Oh, he's on the Grizzlies. Why didn't I think he was on the Timberwolves? New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. Probably not. Yeah, I'd say no. Uh, not the Thunder. Um, yeah. And now we get into the bottom five. I don't see the Spurs making a move for him. I don't see a Rockets reunion at all. Um, Trailblazers, probably not. Yeah. Unless Damian not. Lillard unless makes Dave a move. gets traded. And they could do a sign-in trade. I yeah. know oh, they can't because he got waived. Yeah. I don't see a Utah Jazz. I think the Utah Jazz are just trying to blow it up. And I don't see Utah Jazz. And... I don't see Dallas Mavericks. I don't see Luka. I could see Dallas Mavericks. Um, I think that the the thing that you need to talk about logistically in order to get to the Dallas Mavericks is the answer is, what is Kyrie doing? Which is also what you need to talk about with the Lakers. Right? Correct. And we're going to get into that, but the reason that I don't see the Dallas Mavericks signing Chris Paul is because they tried out a two-guard system for half a season Yeah, and were considerably worse than they were before they made that But trip. I think that Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving are completely different guards with completely different play styles. 
like most well, people ones. forget that Chris Paul is not okay, a, but a ball dominant score. Chris Paul's a ball dominant passer. He's an assist guy, right? But how can you rack up assists when you have nobody to pass the ball to? Well, you have Luca. You only have Luca. So then, the Mavs need to make some moves. Period. The Mavs they just need to. Need to, they, they need to make some I moves. think the Mavs just need to keep Luca and blow the rest of it up. But what does that accomplish? Because probably gonna, a better foundation. He's going to ask for a trade. Do you, like. A face of the league isn't going to wait around on a 11 to 15 seed unless it's Trey Young, I guess, who's not even the face of the league, and the Hawks are seventh. So <laughs> I mean that's true. I just I think the Mavericks have a lot of problems on their hands. Yeah, me too. Let's move to the Eastern Conference. Okay. Again, I'm looking at the top five. Yep. And I'm saying nobody: Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, Cavaliers, and Knicks. Definitely not going to either of those destinations. I don't. I agree. Uh, number six, Brooklyn Nets. Mm, I could, I actually could see a Brooklyn Nets signing. Um, yeah, I could see it. And a reunion with Mikael Bridges. We already know how much. Oh, and Cam Johnson. And Cam Johnson. We yeah. know how much chemistry they have together. Correct. I I would not rule that out. I know that the Brooklyn Nets also now have a lot of cap space that they can work with. Correct. So, I mean, as of right now, looking at it, I think that the Brooklyn Nets are my number one landing zone for Chris Paul. But I also don't know if they're willing to just take a chance on him like that, like they did with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, because we saw how that went. Yep. Number seven, Atlanta Hawks. No. Yep. Number eight, Miami Heat. Probably not. Well, they want Dame. I don't think they'll get Dame. Because that'll, be that'll be a trade, right? Yeah, sign and trade. Um, Dame's a free agent? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Sign and trade. You just you would sign you the free agent and, and then trade. Because he'll be a free agent in 2024. Correct. Okay. Okay. Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls. I could see both of these as landing destinations. I don't hate the Bulls move. I don't hate the Raptors move either. You say they get rid of Fred Van I don't think they're bringing back Fred Van You don't think they're re-signing? I think that's true. Um, I think that the Raptors is a, is a toxic locker room at the moment, and I think you've seen that a lot through the way that they played. Um, I think it's it's no secret that Nick Nurse lost the locker room in Toronto, and that's why he got fired, which is too bad because he's one of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion. And it's also too bad because now he's on the 76ers, which is a really good team. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but both of those could be potential landing spots for Chris Paul. I could see the Chicago Bulls as well, but I think that the Chicago Bulls are going to move away from Vucevic. Yeah, I, think, I, don't, I don't think that they're going to re-sign him. But I don't hate that either. But I don't think that they'll have enough cap space in order to have... To sign a big and to sign a guard? Yes. Okay. I don't think that they'll be able to have... And hypothetically, if they both did go to Chicago, it would be Chris Paul, Zach Levine, yep. DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, who's the fifth? Dosunmu? Yeah, Ayo Dosunmu. Yeah. Okay. Um, Indiana Pacers, probably not. Washington Wizards, probably not. Orlando Magic, probably not. Hornets and Pistons, probably not. So right now, we're looking at Brooklyn Nets and either the Raptors or the Bulls as the best landing zones for Chris Paul. Yeah. It's a guard-heavy free agency, so we have to talk about Kyrie Irving making a move as well. I could, I did, think that there's a lot of validity to the Lakers conversation. Did Kyrie Irving say he was coming back to Dallas? He has not. Okay. 
So then don't book anything. Don't book anything. I'm because not going it, to. If he, if he did say that, then he was leaving. Um, we're, we're still kind of toxic, salty Celtics fans about Kyrie Irving. I actually never really liked him that much, to be honest with you. Really? Because well, we had to trade away Isaiah Thomas in order to get him. And I, I, loved, I loved the trade, I won't lie. I think from a business standpoint, the, the Kyrie trade was, was genius from the Boston Celtics uh, point of view. I don't think it worked out for us, which is too bad, but for two years we did get a really good player in return. And we're, now, not, we're not talking about Celtics today. We've yeah, done that fine, too much. Fine, 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 fine. We're, not, we're moving on. Um, either way, I, I think, don't see I think there's him. serious validity to the idea of him going to the Lakers yeah. and having – and he was at Lakers playoff games courtside. You don't just see that. You don't see any NBA uh, – no, any other NBA players I doing know. that. I would be shocked <coughs> – Truly, I would be shocked if he resigns with the Dallas Mavericks. I would too. I don't see that as a f- good fit for him at all. I don't think Mark Cuban wants him back. I would agree. I don't think the team works with him in it. I agree. I don't think the Mavericks are super well coached. I agree. I think Jason Kidd needs to be fired. Um, and I don't think that Kyrie Irving is someone who you can look at and go, we're going to lose games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I don't see I don't see a future route for him within that Mavericks franchise, and they have so many holes to fill that I don't think that signing a guard to a max contract along with Luka Doncic is just going to get it done. So the, and I think that everybody thinks that if he's going somewhere else, it's going to be Los the Angeles, Lakers, right? Yep. So let's talk about the Lakers roster. I don't think they can afford him. Okay. I don't think they can afford to have him, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on one team. Do you think anybody takes a pay cut? I don't. I think that I think that there's serious talk about doing a sign and trade with Anthony Davis. Interesting. I th- I could very much see Kyrie Irving signing with some team and then doing a sign and trade for Anthony Davis. I think that the Lakers are ready to move on from him. Huh. Or not ready to move on, but I think that they're I think they're picking up phones and hearing out deals what, for Anthony Davis. What gives Davis. you that suspicion? You just well, I think that they've seen what it's like with him as the number one guy on the team. Yeah, and I just don't think that they're satisfied with it. Like it was a little bit short of what had to happen for them to go to the NBA Finals this year. And yeah. I think that I don't think I. Th- Let me take it back. They're not ready to move on from him. Yeah. I just think that they're picking up phones and hearing out calls from other teams about him, which they have not done in the past. Okay. Yeah, I think that could be true. And um, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any validity to that. To that claim, I think that's an interesting thought process. I think that the question about Anthony Davis has always been, can he stay His healthy? Health. Can he stay on the floor? Because when he stays healthy. He is a better player now, in my opinion, than LeBron. I agree. Because of age, right? LeBron is, in my opinion, the greatest player who's ever played basketball. Um, but he's 38 years old. He's slowing down. He's not the player he used to be. You can see it at the end of the season when the wear and tear is getting to his body, right? We didn't see a fantastic performance from him in the playoffs. Correct. Anthony Davis, when he's healthy is a guy who can put up a 50-point game. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there, there, there are things about Anthony Davis's game that no one else can do. He's also a fantastic defensive piece. And the question about him has always been, is it possible to keep this guy healthy? 
And I don't think the Lakers have cracked that problem. I don't think anybody has, to be fair to them. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, I don't either at this point in his career. Um, People are forgetting that he's 10 years deep in his career. Correct. But I also think that people forget the fact that he isn't a top, he was at one point a a top top five player in the league. Top five? Debatable. You can make an argument for him yeah. being top five. I, think I would he say he's a top, like a top eight. ten player in the league. Fine. Um, with that being said, he's going to have a hard time signing an ex-contract with the, with any team. Correct. Somebody's, and I don't think that Los Angeles is going to be able to do that. I don't think that they're going to be able to put all their eggs in his basket at 33 years old or whatever he's going to be. I don't, just don't think that they're confident in making that move. Um. And that's another reason that I could see him, them moving on from him as a team. Let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about a different NBA superstar, James Harden. Where do we think he has a player option to return? He does. I, I could see him returning. I could see him returning. I could see him returning under a new coach. Yes. I could see him going to Houston. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really see anything. I don't see. I don't see much. Well, would we see a historic contract to get him to Houston? No. You don't think so? I don't think anyone pays him a historic contract. Just for him to go home? I mean, they can. I, I don't know why, if you're Houston, you would make that play. Me neither. You know what I mean? Daryl Morey is with the 76ers now. He's not on the Houston Rockets. I don't think anybody from that time that he was there is still there aside from the owners of the franchise. I think that's correct. So I don't see why people think that that's such a great destination for him. I don't understand why he would want to go there, because um, if they go there, if he goes there, they're still going to be a losing team, right? You're correct. Their two leading scorers this year are Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, both of which shoot abysmal shots with no consequence because no one cares right. about like the Houston Rockets. You know, right. Their best player, in my opinion, is Alfred Shingun, um, who has gotten minimal touches over the over the course of the season. Um, even though you know he could, he I I could see him as being a solid rotational big on a winning team. I don't see Kevin Porter. I have Jr. not watched or, enough Houston Rockets basketball yeah, to know anything about their team. I I don't I just don't see Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. being solid rotational pieces or stars on a winning team the way that they play the game. If that makes sense. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, Let's talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna name you off some guys who I think are going to re-sign with their teams. Okay, go ahead. Um, Chris Middleton. Yeah, I agree. Kristaps uh, Porzingis had one of his best seasons in years on the Washington Wizards. Very I don't know quiet. why he would leave. Very quiet. But um, yes, I agree with that. Draymond. Yep, he'll he'll take a pay cut though. I agree that he'll take a pay cut. I think that Russell Westbrook will re-sign with the Clippers. I think that's interesting. He'll also be taking a, a massive pickup. He has to. Nobody's going to pay him. Um, he made $46 million this year. No way anyone's paying that. No chance. Um, I mean, that's kind of it looking at this looking at this list. Yeah. I, could see, I could see D'Angelo Russell returning to the Lakers. I think there, that it would be foolish of him. I think that it would be foolish of him not to. For, him, for his sake, yes, I agree. I, I think there's a scenario where he returns, but I don't think that it's um, – it's likely. I don't think it's long-term either. Yeah. Uh, our last guy that I really want to talk about a landing destination with is Fred VanVleet. Yeah. I don't see him returning to Toronto. I don't either. I don't either. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see him returning to Toronto. I don't see... I have no idea where he lands. Because I just feel like his skill set is not in need right now. Does that make sense? Like a ball-dominant scoring guard who hasn't really shot the ball particularly well for a season. Well, but he is a, he is a good playmaker as well. His underrated playmaking skills. Yeah, but he doesn't showcase them a ton. That's you know, true. He's, he's someone who doesn't like to move the ball as much as he likes to shoot it, which for me, for me as, as someone who's always been a fan of pure point guards, aside from guys like Stephen Curry who can literally shoot the lights out, um, is a turnoff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him on the Celtics. I don't think he fits for, for our, you know, our system. I don't know what system he fits into, right? Me neither. So... Honestly, I could see him in Miami if they can't get a if they can't get a Damian Lillard sign and trade done. I could see him in Portland. I could see him I could see him in Miami. I could see him in Portland equally as well too if they get rid of Damian Lillard. I could see him in Portland. I feel like Damian Fred Lillard. Yeah, me too. I feel like Fred Van Vliet is going to be a player going forward that we're going to see a lot of if this happens then he will. If that makes sense. Right? So it's not going to be it's not going to be a strictly like black or white, like, oh, these five teams want him, right? It's going to be, oh, we traded our guard, let's sign Fred Van Vliet, in my opinion. That's what I think it's going to be like with him. But I could see a couple landing destinations with him. I could see Chi-Town. I could see Chicago. I could see Chicago before I could see Chris Paul in Chicago. Okay, yeah, I don't disagree with that. But, yeah, he's going to be an interesting case because I also think coming off his first All-Star game this year, first? Yeah. He's going to be wanting a lot of money that I don't think people are going to want to pay him. I mean, I I think that for the Toronto Raptors, they're in a they're in a tough spot because they have a young player that they clearly want to build around in Scotty Barnes. Correct. And but I don't think he took the next step this year. I don't I don't think so either, to. but it's only his second year. Correct. He still has plenty of time to develop right, on have, a rookie contract. We have to I remember Jason Tatum, for our Celtics people, did regress in his second year from 16 correct. points a game to 13. And I think that I think that the Raptors are just going to spend some time rebuilding around him while he's on a rookie contract. Yep. Just let him develop, and yep. then maybe in a couple of years start to make a serious move at building a team around him. Right. But as of right now, I think that they're just going to let Fred go, let him find a spot on a different team that's probably a winning team. Right. And then just kind of like the Utah Jazz just suck for a couple of years. Okay. Um, I mean, that's the last guy I want to talk about. I know that in a, in a minute here we're going to get Gavin on the mic, and then we're going to start doing some, some player paths. Gavin Burns. So we're just going to cut to ourselves in studio with Gavin, my little brother. Um, yeah. Woosh. All right, there we go. All right, and we are back with our, what are we calling this, player paths? Yeah. We're going to play player paths. So basically each of us, oh, by the way, we're with Gavin. Gavin, introduce yourself. Say Hello, I'm Gavin. What is up? So, <laughs> so smirking out over there, huh? Chill <laughs> Just focus on your player paths. All right, all right. So, basically, we each came up with two players, and we're gonna say whoever's going. So let's say that Alex is going. Alex is gonna give the college and then the list of teams that that player played for, and Gavin and I are gonna try and guess who it is, and the first one to get it right wins. So we're gonna like take turns. You're guessing, breathing obviously. very heavy. Chill. 
Okay. <laughs> Why don't you hurry up and start? Yeah. Oh, so, am I starting? Yeah, you can go first. Yeah. Hide your phone, though, so I don't yeah, want to yeah. say. Yeah, no, I got you. All right. My first player, still an active player right now, was drafted in the 2018 NBA draft. Okay. Okay. He was McDonald's All-American in 2017. Um, he attended Duke from 2017 to 2018 and was selected seventh overall by the Chicago Bulls. He is currently playing on the Orlando Magic. I know who it is. Do you have a guess? Clay Thompson, final answer. <laughs> wow. You are no idea. just terrible at this game. Is it Wendell Carter Jr.? It is Wendell Carter Jr. I've never heard that name ever in my life. <laughs> Really, oh, really tough one. I gave. Tough I have. There. I have some pretty big name people, I so have I could give Gavin a chance. Okay. I have the biggest name people, but I think I only know Michael Jordan, where he went to school. Where okay. did he go to school? NC. All right. Hey, NC what? UNC. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this player, we've already brought him up once this episode. Who? Went to school. Were you? you you're attention? gonna. You, I was actually. You might know him. I'm, I'm going to know him. You might know him before. Let me finish before you guess. Fine, fine, fine. He attended Washington University. Okay. He played on the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns, the Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers, Los Angeles Lakers, Denver Nuggets, Wizards, Pelicans, back to the Lakers, Dallas Mavericks, and the Charlotte Hornets. So is this the dude that played on 13 teams? No. Was that 13 teams? I don't know. That's no, it I wasn't. Was it, it was like at least nine. It was, it was not 13 is it Isaiah Thomas? Hey! hey! <laughs> did you uh, did you look at my phone? Don't. I actually, I straight up didn't, but I remember you talking about Isaiah Thomas for a bit. Oh, the other room. there we go. All right, Gavin's nice, got nice, one. Nice, nice, nice. I'm on the leaderboard. Gavin's got one. I, you had me at Washington. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You guys ready? It could yeah. have been Marco Fultz. It could have been Marco Fultz. It wasn't though. Yeah. Go. This guy, I almost just said his name. This guy goes to went to San Diego State. Okay, okay, I got, I it. got it. <laughs> can I finish? Can I finish? I don't think you can I guess what the teams are? Um yeah, was, let, it a, was, it, was it a brief stint with the Sacramento Kings before going to the San Antonio Spurs, Toronto Raptors, and Los Angeles Clippers? He went to San Diego State. He was drafted in 2011 <laughs> to the Pacers. Right, Ooh. Pacers. Pacers. Spurs. Currently he's 31 years old Spurs. and is on the LA Clippers. Quiet Leonard. Right. Yeah, it's Quiet Leonard. Who won that one between you yeah, two? It was both we, both, we both got we both it when you said San Diego State. Okay. <laughs> good one, good one, good one. Thank you. Yo, where did where did he where did he go to college? San Diego State. Okay. He's got it. What's done. his nickname? Kawhi Leonard. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. What's Kawhi. his nickname? Kawhi Leonard. His nickname is Kawhi. We're gonna let it slide. Alright. Um this one I feel like is a bit tougher. I went with Hydrophone. Wait, what's his nickname? The Claw. The claw. Because he's got, like, big hands or something? He does have big hands. I guess I was focused on Orlando for some reason. Um, but this player was selected in 2020. Oh, after a, a brief stint with the New Zealand Breakers. He's a point guard. Born February 7th, 2001. And he was selected by the Milwaukee Bucks with the 24th overall pick. He's a 22-year-old. On the Orlando Magic. And he's only played on the Bucks and the Magic. I think he's only played on the Magic. Why was he selected by the Bucks then? I should trade. Oh, okay. I have no idea who this is. Really? Is it Drew? 
He's one of two players from recent draft classes who has played in New Zealand. Do you know who the other one is? No. Lamella Ball. You, you, you're on a blank here. I'm like an idiot if I don't get this. No, you're, f no, you're fine. It's not. It's really not. This was a tough one. Well, Orlando Magic. It's a guard. It's a guard. Orlando Magic guards are Markel Fultz. Yeah. Who it's not because he played at Washington. Correct. He's from the New Zealand. Dude. No, he was. He was the. He was the number one player in his class before reclassifying up. And going to New Zealand. He did not play college. Did not play in college. It's not one of the Wagners. Not the Wagners. So it's it's not Marco Fultz. It's not Jalen Suggs. It's not. It's not Cole Anthony. It's not. I'm drawing a blank. Who is it? Gav? Like, like, like he's going to know if I can't get no, it. No, no, get, Stop. Take a guess. <laughs> Magic Johnson. Okay, this player's active. Try again. Drafted in 2020. John Morant. Closer, but no. <laughs> RJ Hampton. I didn't know that he didn't play. Yet another person mm -hmm. I've never heard of before. Wasn't he hurt? Yeah, he's not. Guys, that's that a banger, so if we can get to me, that'd be sick. You, is it not as good as mine? Is it LeBron James? It's not LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> it's not as good as mine. Okay, my player. Active? I have to. Active, mm. I have to leave out the team that he's playing. Is it on. the first Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Shut, up. Shut up. Did not play in college. He's an active player. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Played on the Orlando Magic. Okay. Los Angeles Lakers. Houston Rockets. Atlanta Hawks. Charlotte Hornets. Washington Wizards. Los Angeles Lakers. Philadelphia 76ers. And the Los Angeles Lakers. And we're not talking about the team so that he's, he's currently not on. The on. Right he's now. not. I can't tell you the team that he's currently on. He's actively playing basketball. He's active. Oh, I think I got it. Oh, is it the dude that was on the Pelicans? Uh, no. Gavin, I just, I just looked at his teams. <laughs> dude, is he not in the NBA right now? Dude, but he's I. He's not in the NBA. You didn't right now. say. Oh, did you list what the team he's on right now? Just out of order. His most, his most formative years were on the Orlando Magic. That's correct. Went to the finals on the NBA Magic or on the Orlando Magic. I don't think I know anybody that's ever. Been I on guarantee the Magic. you, you know who this player is. He's playing in China or Taiwan. He's playing in Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh, it's like is it Dwayne Wade? No, no. actually, <laughs> actually, kind of a solid guess. No, it's not. Dwayne Wade only played on like really th two teams. Played so. on two teams, three teams, three teams. Yeah. Okay, Cavs. but did he not go to like a different continent? No. All right, all right. Yeah. Never mind. You really then. don't know ball. I, I, I severely overestimated how much you know about this sport. Um. Good response. All right. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Can I have a hint? We just gave you one. He plays do you in know? Taiwan. Yes, I do know. Do you know who it is? Yeah. Or? Can you tell me the call? What team he plays on now then? He plays Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh. oh. Yeah, that doesn't help me at all. No. Alex? He's been trolling Dylan Brooks and, like, a bunch of other players. He just doesn't know who this is. Okay, Dwight Howard. Yes, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Okay. You know who that person is? No. That's so I've cat. heard that name that before. So I've heard Yikes, that name dude. before. Yikes. Could tell you zero things about him. Okay, Move go ahead. Closer to the mic. 
He went to the University of California, L.A. UCLA. Okay, I got it. He was drafted in 1987. Whoa. Not a Hold current on. player. Hold on. Whoa. 1987. Hang on now. Hey, man, you guys are going against each other right now. Give it to me. Pause. <laughs> He's not playing. He's currently 57 years old. Okay, did you come up with the teams that he played on? Pacers. I got it. I got it, too. Yeah. Oh, wait. He was also in a commercial for... I got it. Yeah, we, we got yeah, it. We, we got it, it for Wendy's. Either yeah. Wendy's. Yeah, it's Reggie yeah. Miller. Yeah, it's Reggie Miller. <laughs> the Reg dog. I kind of just want Gavin to come up with a little yeah, more. Yeah, can you just Gav, pull out your Gav, phone and figure think one of an out. NBA player? Figure one out. I gotta, we got to keep Gavin on. We got to do have something to, else. You have to give us, like... You have to give us, like... One step at a time so that we can take guesses with each step. So, yeah. Like, there's this start guy by just telling us the college when we're going to guess who it is. Dude, there's this guy, and I... I want it to be him, but I can't remember his name. Okay, think of someone mildly popular. <laughs> okay, you just hit me with the finger. Yeah, I saw that. That's really ambitious. Index of finger, I was index telling finger. him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Index and that's finger. Yeah, sorry. good clarification. Thank index you. finger yeah, yeah, yeah. telling me no, to No, we're wait. a family-friendly show. You just got to think of one NBA player and go to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> I, I got his name now. Okay. Ooh. He's got Ooh, his he's name. feisty. Now. He went to the University of Pittsburgh. Okay, don't, hold. 2012 don't. to 2013. Pitt. I wasn't really watching basketball back then. But 2012 to 2013, so he's still in the league right now. Is he still active? He's a player that Gavin knows. But like doesn't really know for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Alright. I'm I'm ready to skip this guess yeah, and get keep the next going. one. He's currently on the Grizzlies. I know who it is. Uh I know who it is. Do you really? Yep. Do you? Yep. Are you gonna take a guess? Yeah, it's Steven Adams. It is Steven Adams. <laughs> he went to Pitt? Yeah. I did not know that. I thought he just came from Australia might. <laughs> Alright, one more guess. Come on. Okay. You got a draft topic yet? Dude, I've thrown out the same one like six times, but there's been like no definite no to it. And I'm willing to do something else, but you guys haven't thought of it. I think we'll play. People made it this far. Hope they're playing along with us at home. Yeah, no, me too. And just know that if you have more ball knowledge than Gavin, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, if you don't know who these players are, (laughs) watch the league. Well, that one's an easy one. You ready? No. All right, so when you tell us the school, don't tell us the year that they played for. That'll be the second piece of knowledge. Okay. I don't hate that. Okay. This person went to the University of San Francisco. No idea. USF. No, because USF is University of South Florida. I've never heard of this school. N- anyone from this school. Next. Played on the Celtics. Are they active? No. No, 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 no. Would you like to know what year they played? Yeah, I did. Uh, 1956 to 1969. Okay, I have a guess. Do you? Okay. I have a guess. 1956 to 1969. How many NBA championships did he win? 
Hold up. Was it something in the range of 13? It was 11. Yeah. Yeah, is it Bill Russell? It is Bill Russell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's enough of that. Mr. Correct Answer over here. Yeah, we'll... Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back in one second. We're going to toss it to ourselves in the studio. We need some time to prepare. We have a draft coming for you next. Something special. Let's go. Can it be not humans? Gavin, shut up. All right, and we are back with the draft topic we decided on was the dynamic duos draft. And as always, Gavin, you're the guest. You get to decide what the order is. It's a snake draft, so it'll be like, if you go first, me second, Alex third, it's you, me, Alex, Alex, me, you, and so on and so forth. We're going to do five rounds. You get to pick the order. Alex, you, me. Okay. Okay, I like that. He wants the, he wants the double he wants snake. The double, He's double banking order. on the fact that we're not taking any of his duos. I don't Look, think you will be. This is a sports show, okay? And I know my co my co-hosts here and my counterparts did not take a bunch of sports people. I didn't take a single one. But I think when you talk about dynamic duos, the first thing that you say is Jordan and Pippen. You can have that at number and one. And thus I am taking Jordan and Pippen at number one. Um you're the only one who's gonna be taking sports players in this draft. I hope you know I have one, but it's guaranteed an honorable mention. Okay. So fair. With my number one dynamic duos, I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday. The, the friggin' days. The weekend. Days the the week. weekend. I'll have the, the weekend. The week. it's, look, this is going to get strange really quickly. I'm just... That's a good one. I don't hate it. All right. I'm going to start with a classic. Go ahead. Uh, Sully and Mike. You can have that. Yeah. Sully and Mike. A little early. Really? Yeah, a little you early. Think so? Are you writing this down? Yeah, hold on. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, early for someone like you can yeah. have it. it. Well, I mean, you you do like have the it. snake. I do like it. Yeah, you can have it. Um, do you Hunt. even like Monsters Inc? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Do you like it? The movie? Dude, I live by Monsters Inc. That's a stupid question. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, hit me. Han Solo and Chewbacca. You can have that Better too. Pick. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, so I definitely wasn't taking that. But I feel like people do like it. So um, with my second round pick, I'm gonna take Rick and Morty. Yeah. All right. Have yeah, it. Yeah, it's whatever. No, it's a dynamic duo though. They literally run the. It is universe. a dynamic duo. It is a dynamic duo. I won't. I won't. I'm not mad at it. Never will I be. You got two. I got two here, so I can take. I don't think you're gonna take the one that I'm. I'm thinking about getting late round, which means that I'm gonna take with my first one Mario and Luigi. You can have that too. Yeah, I, I almost that put that on my list, but you can have that. it. Okay, that's a you. solid duo. You have to admit it's it, a solid. It duo. sure is. I just don't want that on my list. All right, and finish this one out for me, like Batman and we. Huh? Never mind. I'm taking Batman and Robin. Good pick. That's a good pick. That was on my list. Um, with my third round pick, I don't think that either of you are gonna properly enjoy this pick, but I'm taking peanut butter and jelly. That's fine. I got something along those lines. For my third pick, I'm picking fried chicken and waffles. Kind of an outlandish one. Jeez, dude. Dude, I'm a fan of them. We invite you on the show. <laughs> you have another pick yet? I have some outrageous ones that I'm just going right over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for honorable mentions. Yeah, I mean, we are yeah. whipping through this draft. Yeah. Uh, and then Woody and Buzz. Better. More on more on target, I would say. More on. That's just kind of lame. Yeah. All right, my pick. 
with my fourth round pick, give me SpongeBob and Patrick. Yeah, good pick. I was thinking it. I was. All right, going with the Jack the Jack Burn strap for my four. I would like salt and pepper. Okay, that's just kind of lame. I feel that's dynamic. It's dynamic. That's what it is. Um, I really think I'm gonna get every one of my picks that I want. For my final one, I would like Scooby and Shaggy. Good pick. Thank you. I wouldn't. Didn't even think of that. Never once. Okay, with my fifth pick to round out what's potentially the most outlandish draft of all time, I'm gonna take Ben and Jerry. As in the ice cream. The ice cream company. Oh, I was actually thinking Tom and Jerry. Zoe liked that one. Yeah, hold on. One second. Is Tom and Jerry going to be your five? It will be. All right. So, for the listeners, stop. <laughs> Close your window. Yeah, Jack's not having fun back there. I had Tom and Jerry on my list. Oh. I don't hate it. It is mine. To run through the lists here, myself selected Jordan and Pippin. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Come on, Gavin whoa, 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 whoa. hasn't made his final pick He did, pick he yet. did, he just picked. I didn't hear it. Oh, Tom and, you took Tom and Jerry? What are you, like, 400 years old? You took Tom and Jerry? I'm 14. 1,400 years old. <laughs> I, I, I like it. You know what? I like it. I'm <laughs> not even going to lie. I looked at that and I almost put it down. Yeah. So it's not a bad pick. I don't hate it. All right. Okay. All right, Alex, run through your list. Who'd you take? I, I, you have it. Okay, sorry. Jordan and Pippin, Mario and Luigi, Batman and Robin, Salt and Pepper, and Scooby and Shaggy. Okay, solid list. I think it's way worse than mine. Um, You've said that before and have lost every <laughs> Every <time>. single time. <laughs> every time we do one of these, I'm just blindingly confident in my list. Uh, with my first pick, I took Saturday and Sunday, Rick and Morty, Peanut Butter and Jelly, SpongeBob and Patrick, and Ben and Jerry. That's a solid list. That's a solid list. My list is just Awful now that I re-revised. Yeah, your list sucks, bro. <laughs> Wait, you took all- fried chicken and waffles in the Wait, third round. Wait, just going through all five of mine? You're going yeah, yeah. to the niche community here Wait a second, am I doing my honorable mentions? Yeah, we, no, we'll not get, yet. We're yeah, going to get into those. Can you write down my five, then? I do. I have it's right there. Okay, I did Sully and Mike, Han Solo and Chewie, fried chicken and waffles, Woody and Buzz, and Tom and Jerry. <laughs> you might not get a single vote. What are you laughing at? You might not get a single Dude, vote. you're being very confident. <laughs> Right now, and I will Fried be voting chicken. for myself. Very confident for a guy with with peanut zero butter wins. and jelly on there. Zero, <laughs> a dynamic duo. With a timeless classic. Sunday on I like their that list. Pick. The weekend. That. Yeah, that's a, that's a you tell me you don't get excited about I think Saturday. I like I'm Fr- saying I like Friday more. I think more. I like Friday yeah, Saturday more. That's more like a dynamic trio. <laughs> but Friday's a weekday. You have to go to school on Friday. Saturday and Sunday. You yeah, know. but the, the, the rest football. of Friday is just looking forward to legendary. everything that happens on Friday. Nobody thinks of Friday and Saturday as a dynamic duo. Friday night lights. Sunday? Sunday, you just have school. In what way is in day. what way is the day of the Lord dynamic? Football. Okay. Fine. Sounds. We are on really a clear. sports. Fine. Podcast. All right, Gab, you have some honorable mentions. Um, we're gonna go one at a time. You give us your first I'd one. I'd like to hear your. I only have two. One, yeah. Normally, I have just... like seven. I only have two today. Crunk and Paka, the gentle llama herder. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from the Emperor's New Groove? That would have been a crazy pick if you that took that. That was from the Emperor's New Groove. I can't um, believe you even thought of that. Okay, all right. My first, my first dynamic duo, mildly on the same path. I took Shrek and Donkey. I had that. That's money. Yeah, I'll get rid of that, that one on my money. list. Um, 
my one of mine was that I knew it hit home with you guys, but I wasn't gonna pick was um, yeah. Lightning McQueen and Mater. That's a, no, that's a good one. I have one along those. That's lines. a good one. Do you? They do. I would have respected that pick. Okay, is it a snake? Am I sneaking back? Um, is there a snake in your boots? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this guy. Um, I also had Phineas and Ferb. Good one. I thought of it. All right, my my last honorable mention. I had Brady and Gronk. My only sports one. It's a good right. one. I had Mabel and Seuss. Okay. Oh, they're from legendary. Gravity Falls. Right, they're legendary. Fade McMissile and Holly Shiftwell. <laughs> <laughs> from Cars 2. <laughs> okay. I don't even know who that woman is. Holly Shiftwell. Dude, Mater's girlfriend, the purple like Lamborghini. All right. <laughs> that also has wings. We're moving past it. We're moving past it. Okay. Um, timelessly dynamic. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. You just you definitely looked up a list if you're putting Bert and Ernie. Dude, on there. sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour's a good one. Sweet and sour's a good one. I would have taken that. Over That's a good one. Waffles. Yeah, me too. I don't think you like sweet and sour sauce though. No, I think it's just sweet and sour. I'm not in sure general. I've had sweet and sour sauce. So it's sweet and like sour. It. So it's sour and then sweet. So like Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Okay. You got another one. Kobe and Jack. Okay, all right. You got another one? I know you got some bangers in there. I just went through my whole list. Oh, you're done? Think of something right now. On the spot. You think Mabel and Seuss is a more dynamic duo than Mabel and Dipper? Or than Dipper and Wendy? Or Mabel than, and Dipper or than Grunkle a Stan. lot of um, differences. Grunkle, Grunkle Stan and Dipper. Grunkle Stan and whatever the other one's name is. Yeah, what's the other one's name? Uh, well, Grunkle Stan took his name, actually. They're both Stan. Oh, yeah. Stanley and Stanford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grunkle Stans. Pine. Pines. 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 The Pines. The Pine Brothers. I would say I would say potentially the golf balls from season two, episode like seventeen ish. You know the golf balls? Mini golf? No. How how are <laughs> they a dynamic duo? How are they a dynamic duo? There's tool? a whole they're not of that like Danish dynamic. ones and they're sick. Mm. Okay, they work as like a more quiver. Than a duo. Okay. Work as a quiver. <laughs> okay. Is that it? I, th- I just made those up on the spot. I'm out. All right. Well, that's going to round out our episode. As always, thank- I hope you made it this far because this is – that was a very entertaining draft as far as our drafts go. Yeah, yeah. Um, as always, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Corner three. Corner three. Corner three.